0: Super excited! Can you tell?
1: You're not standing up. I don't know what that means. Oh, I thought it was a boner joke.
2: Oh no, that's oh, not for a boner joke. I'm dead inside.
1: Ah, well, at least you're honest about it.
2: Yeah. Nah. Hmm. I like Coke Zero. I don't. You don't like Coke Zero? It tastes I mean, okay. Let's. Like, I know that Coke isn't real. Like, I know what's a manufactured taste, but. All of those zero things taste extra fake to me. Oh. Okay. I don't know.
1: I watched the History of Coke
2: once on the Food Channel. Yeah, dude. Food to Build America? Yeah. I love, I love that, that show. show. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, we should do a Food that Built America podcast. I mean, we could. It's just like
1: a watch along. Apparently, we got a lot of free time, so it's perfectly fine.
2: I don't have any free time.
1: Oh, shit. Am I the only one with free time?
2: I I guess. I work three jobs, man. <laughs>
0: I just got asked if I have HBO Max and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This because they want you to watch Peacemaker. I haven't watched Peacemaker yet, so I guess you I could You should watch Peacemaker. Yeah.
2: F is for Peacemaker.
1: Maybe later. Okay. I don't know.
2: You know, should we should we kick, yeah. kick this? Probably. Euphemism this for starting a show. Let's turn the crank. Okay.
0: That's so dumb, don't you turn the crank.
2: That's a beat-off joke. I guess, let's crank your turns. Welcome
1: to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is the Squirrel.
2: That's right, I'm Squirrel, a.k.a. Doug. That's Smooth, a.k.a. Nathan, and you're tuned in to the world-famous Drafty Show. That's right.
1: On this show, we talk about stuff Yep. with the D, the R, the A, the F, the T,
2: and the Y. And the Y is always for you guys. So each week, we're going to learn a bunch of new stuff. But before we do that, we are going
0: to continue the saga that is the Zach email. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty much. Yeah. I feel like it's... What are we on now? F? Yep, Fourth? we're on F. Yeah. Alright, so this email's from Zach. Hey Nathan and Doug, I'm back to
1: make to make my next email and do the letter F. First I want to congratulate Nathan on taking the high road in response to my last email last week. Nathan took the high a bit. Boring road. Lol. But I don't think it was a boring road, but that's Zach's opinion.
2: We're just professionals, Zach. <laughs>
1: Now onto the letter F. The letter F is for father slash family, and this email is going to be a bit of a downer, but this is the word that kept coming back when I was thinking about the letter F. I recently became a father, which has been great, and I recently lost my father, and then he thanked me for going to the funeral, which, Dave was awesome, so I had no problem doing that to support Zach.
2: I fully believe you. I've never met a Dave that wasn't awesome. Exactly. So, it has been a bittersweet year for
1: my family. My dad was a great guy, and I will never not tear up thinking about him. I'll never have a picture of my son and my father together, and I didn't realize that last Christmas was going to be the last one with my father. So, I'm writing this to tell people to cherish their loved ones a little bit more this Christmas and beyond. Now, he was worried that this was going to bring the show down. Yeah. But family is important. Sure. And my friends are my family.
2: Yeah, your friends are my family too, bud. Yeah.
1: Like, our friends are our family.
2: Yeah,
0: your friends are
1: my family. You know, shout out to Dave Albright, um, Zach's dad. He was awesome. I got a chance to work with him. So, yeah, F is for family, and I think that's important, especially around the holidays. Yeah. But it should be important all the time. Yeah,
2: I agree. So, thanks, Zach, for the email. Yes, thank you, Zach. Uh, Enjoy the beautiful journey that is fatherhood oh yeah it's
1: it's awesome like at the end of the day it's one of the best experiences i've ever had in my life yeah
2: i
0: i got two a boy and a girl daughter uh i love it so so yeah okay moving forward with the show this week
2: uh it is our big post thanksgiving show you guys are having your post thanksgivings as well i'm sure because thanksgivings already happened so it has to be post thanksgiving uh it is of course november 30th so we thought this week we were just gonna kind of relax do a themed episode i guess yeah we're gonna take a break from emails this week i mean not
1: emails but uh Um, voicemails yeah we're
2: gonna take a break from squirrel mails we're gonna we're gonna talk about movies that we think you should watch we're still gonna follow the drafty format this isn't gonna be in depth like dqp does we're just thinking it's the holidays, it's time for spending time with family. That's right. It's time for sitting around, maybe watching some good movies. It's going to be snowy, why not? So we thought this week we're going to do the drafty, drafty movies. And we're going to start with D, obviously, for drama. I love drama. So do you want a drama first or do you want me to drama first? Uh, Go ahead. Okay,
0: my drama pick is 1999's 10 Things I Hate About You drama huh yeah okay
1: do you not think it's a drama i thought it was a rom-com more than anything it's definitely not a rom-com you don't think it's a romantic comedy i do not okay i, I think like it's it. a drama okay go
2: ahead because it
0: doesn't end happily uh yeah it does he's ledger's dead bro <laughs> <laughs> okay I don't yeah. know how you, you had to take that, that path, didn't you? I don't know how you could be happy about that. I'm not
1: happy about it at all. But it feels like you are You're best like, Joker ever, like in uh, my opinion, Caesar Romero.
0: But that is from not hundred years
1: old, so it doesn't apply.
0: I am. Okay, Eternal. guys. Two things they hate about you
2: is a 1999 movie starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Larissa Olnek, who was Alex Mack, and of course Larry Miller. It is a modern-day take on Taming of the Shrew, in which two sisters are diametrically opposite. One is bubbly, fun, outgoing, the other is reserved, pensive, and, uh, well, a shrew, because this is a take on Taming of the Shrew. So, it's the classic thing where, but instead of getting married, they have to date. So, the younger sister can't date till the older sister dates. The older sister has no interest in dating. In, come, in comes new guy Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He wants to date Bianca, the younger sister, played by Alex Mack. So he hires Heath Ledger, Patrick Verona, which is like a very clear reference to Romeo. Oh, okay. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. They go to Padua Falls. Like, it's, it's very Shakespearean. It's very well done. Uh, he hires Heath Ledger to date katarina played by julia styles they fake fall in love blah 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 you find out that like every movie he- katarina finds out that heath ledger was paid but heath ledger genuinely falls in love with her and she does one of the most gut-wrenching climax scenes where she's reading the poem oh and the, the study hall. well i thought it was a study hall i guess it, wasn't. The, it was it, a- it, it, it was an english class yeah Gotcha. yeah uh, where they do the titular 10 Things I Hate About You. That is a genuine reaction from Julia Stiles, by the way. They did it in one take. She had, oh, it was she good. She had not read that poem before. Oh, my God. So those tears are genuine, and so are Heath Ledger's tears, which is why I think it is the my pick for drama. It's a little older, but I really, really like that movie. What year was that? 1999. Mine's going to be a little bit older than that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that I did not know all that. Yeah, that's it's, very interesting. It's one of the best
2: modern day uh, retellings of a Shakespeare tale. When being like an English dude, Billy Shakespeare and my bro. like, Dude, I have a bigger love for this movie now. Yeah, it's a great movie. It, yeah. And it's just a great movie. It's it, a solid movie, It for does sure. suffer a little bit from like the Buffy speak. Yeah, okay. That was really popular in the late 90s. I'll give you that. Everybody's got something quippy to say. But, I mean, we get Marvel movies where everybody's like that now, so maybe it's not. You're not wrong. So that's my pick. Ten things I hate about you. Smooth. What's your D? All right. Uh,
1: For drama, Drama. I'm going to go with uh, The American President. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, 1995. It's an hour and 54 minutes. It stars Michael Douglas, Annette Bening, uh, Martin Sheen, Michael J. Fox, and it's a... A widowed U.S. president running for re-election and an environmental lobbyist fall in love. And uh, I just, I really enjoyed this movie. It was the first movie that I watched, and I was 11 when this came out. Um, that was an adult movie. You know, there's no real humor in it, a little bit, but not like a lot. And it's just a very serious adult movie that I deeply enjoyed as a kid. I may have watched it when I was like 12, I think. Yeah, I really like that movie, too. Uh, But um, I'm a huge Michael Douglas fan, and I think my favorite scene in this movie is where uh, he has that last speech, and uh, he tells the guy that he's running against, because the guy that he's running against in every speech, he's like, my name is Bob Rumpson, and I'm running for president. And uh, you hear this all the time, and then finally, uh, Michael Douglas's character was like, I'm going to give a speech and shut all this down. And at the end of it, he goes, My name is Andrew Shepard and I am the president. And I just, I was just like laying it out there on the table with your BD energy, you know? Yeah.
2: I, I like the way he says, Well, Bob.
1: Yeah. It was I'm Andrew so Shepard and
2: I am the president.
1: Yeah. um, And it it wasn't like trashy, you know? It wasn't like. Nudity. It wasn't disclosure or like some of his other movies that you know you've seen in the past. Which disclosure was a genius movie, by the way. If you dude, have not seen it, the fact that you picked disclosure out of all the Michael Michael Douglas movies. Uh, have you ever seen it? Yeah, no, I've seen it. Super good. <laughs> but I mean, there's like Basic Instinct and Fatal yeah, Attraction. But you dude. get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. So like, disclosure. I don't know this particular role, like. I really enjoyed, and it's my favorite drama. Like, I went out and bought it immediately. Yeah,
2: I, I really like it, too. I remember there was a scene where Annette Bening, who is the love interest, is, like, watching Michael Douglas's daughter play the French horn? Yes. That that scene really stuck with me.
1: Yeah. Um, and Another the, scene... Beauty going, and
2: the Beast dance scene.
1: Yeah, that was a good scene, the dance scene. Uh, another scene is where, uh, he has to, uh, order a bombing on a, on a yeah. little like third world country. And they're like, uh, I think it was Martin Sheen was like, Mr. President, that was the most presidential thing, you know, you do. And he was like, I just ordered a bombing at like midnight there, like 3 AM. And there's like a janitor cleaning a building. And I just ordered to have him killed. He goes, that's the least presidential thing I do. And I was just like, God damn. Like, it was so good. And he plays a Democratic president in this. And uh, it's not it's not like political roles are now. No. Like, yeah, it was a liberal outlook on things. But this was like the 90s when things were like kind of cut and dry and even. Well, I it's think. when politics wasn't an entertainment. Thing. Yeah. Now it's just strictly entertainment. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that because we're not Drafty After Dark. No, and I don't like talking about politics anyways. But this movie, fantastic. I love government-type branch movies, so this was
2: enjoyable for me. That was like during the heyday of like presidential movies, too. Like Dave and Air Force One and Get Off My Plane. Yeah, that's a good Harrison Ford. Thank you. You may want to remember that from the other show that we're not allowed to talk about. I'll do that. Okay, that was good. Right, so we got the Ds. Yep. Time to go to R, and R is for romantic comedy, rom-com, right? So yeah. It starts with an R. Uh, you or me? I mean, I can go first if okay. you want me to.
1: You take it this time. Give me one second so I can look it up. All right, well, then I'm jumping in. Oh, you're just going to cut me off like that. Oh, Too late, man. You, you snooze, you lose. I guess I should have had links ready like somebody else. Professional, bud. Go ahead.
2: I have chosen... For my rom-com, 1995's While You Were Sleeping. Oh, okay. Stars Sandy B, Bill Pullman, Peter Gallagher, uh, Peter Boyle, and
0: Jack Warden. Jack Warden is the old guy who was the dad in Dirty Work. Okay. Uh, Peter Boyle was Young Frankenstein. Oh, I know that. Uh, I just want to talk about you Frankenstein whenever we can. So, I, sh- I
2: mean, yeah, you totally should. While you were sleeping, Sandra Bullock plays a Chicago train ticket taker, and every day she sees Peter Gallagher get a ticket from her station and get on the L train. And every day she's like, I love that guy, even though I've never talked to him, because it's the 90s, you can say stuff like that, and it's not stalkery.
1: Also, Peter Gallagher, best eyebrows I was in Hollywood.
2: Yeah, but those are some caterpillars. It's like Tom Selleck's mustache migrated north for the summer. And, uh, like, duplicated. Well, yeah, split. Anyway, uh, so Peter Gallagher gets jumped by some thugs, some hoodlums, and he gets pushed onto the train track. Sandra Bullock saves him, but he's, like, in a coma. So they go to the hospital, and while she's in the hospital, she's like, I was gonna marry you. And then a nurse hears her and thinks that that means Sandra Bullock is Peter Gallagher's fiance which, like, isn't the case, obviously, but she tells the family, and the family's like, we didn't know, and she's like, oh, ah, oh. so she pretends, right? But yep. then, Peter Galler has a brother, and that brother was played by a fellow president, Bill Pullman. Yeah, ID4. Uh, and they end up falling in love, and she, like, confesses that she didn't know, or he wakes up, Peter Gallagher wakes up, and he's like, I don't know who you are. And they're like, oh, you have magnesia. amnesia, Uh, <laughs> No, Magnesia's way better. <laughs> uh, and so then they're like, oh, you just gotta remember her. But then she comes clean. And then they go to Italy, and Bill Pullman gets with her. And he, And then Peter Gallagher's like, when did you fall in love with him? And she's like, while you were sleeping. Boom! Title, bitches! Very nice. I love movies that talk about the title. As long as they get it in there? Yeah, just stick it in. Just cram it. Okay. So that's my pick for rom com 1995 while you were sleeping. It's a great movie. It's early Sandy B. I mean it's post speed, but it's pre like the net demolition man. Oh, the net. Yeah. She'd done like Amazon on fire and uh speed, but that was about it.
1: I love speed. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to step up some years here and go to 2011. Oh, shitballs. We're going to go with Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. Yeah. Um, movie starring Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Julianne Moore, Emma Stone. Um, so in this particular movie, you deal with uh, the marriage between Steve Carell and Julianne Moore. Okay. Who things aren't working out too well, and she decides she wants a divorce. And uh, spoiler. Spoiler. She dates Kevin Bacon during this. Like, Any way to get a little Kevin Bacon in there?
2: Everything's better with Bacon.
1: Yeah. Um, but Steve Carell goes on the hunt of being like just single and trying to date again, which, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's not a fun thing to do to get back out there. No. Um, after some failed attempts, he meets Ryan Gosling. And uh, this guy is very good at dating, uh, a little bit of a man whore. But uh, in this movie, you do learn how to make a very good old fashioned. Um. So Ryan Gosling gets them all dressed up, teaches them how to like you know act and treat women. Actually, kind of shit baggy, by the way. Um, Marissa Tomei's in this because he takes Marissa Tomei out in this. Sue Carell. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm a lover of Marissa Tomei. Like she's fantastic. I agree. Anything she's in. Um, but. At the end of the day, he still loves his wife. But, Ryan Gosling gets interested in Emma Stone, which we later find out is Steve Carell's daughter. We didn't find that out until about, I don't know, the last half of the movie. So, it's really interesting to see how everything plays out. um, Because Steve Carell's son and daughter are adjusting to certain things and adjusting to this divorce. And then you got Kevin Bacon, who's the other guy. And I don't think you're supposed to like the other guy. But That's hard to not like Kevin Bacon, though. <sighs> I don't know. He did a pretty good job in this.
2: I mean, over Steve Carell, I like Steve Carell. Yeah, I like Steve Carell. So would you say this is a sequel to the 40-Year-Old Virgin, or? No. Okay. It's not. No. Timeline doesn't
1: play out right. I've actually not seen this movie. You've not seen this movie? Oh, this movie is great. So the other day it came on, and I started watching it, and then Russell came in, and then we both started watching it, and we finished the entire movie. Dang! Yeah. He's like, I love this movie. And it's just the interactions between Gosling and Carell, like, they're genius. Uh, I totally recommend this movie. If okay. you want something. now, if you're going through a breakup, which the first time I watched it, I was going through a divorce, not a good time to watch it. But I still have a very good love for this movie. Okay. So that's my rom-com.
2: I like it. I like it. Uh, what year did you say it came out? Uh, 2011. 2011. All right. Uh, so there we go. We got our choices for romantic comedy. I believe the next letter in our giant uh, draftacular thing is F. No, it's not. It's See? a. I'm super bad at spells.
1: Yeah, it goes alphabetically. D R A. All right. I always forget my.
2: I always forget to say my D R A's. It's all right. Uh, okay. Uh, a is for action.
1: Yes. Do you have an action? I do. All right, go first. So we didn't get a chance to do Dutch. No. Which Dutch is not an action movie. But one of the producers for Dutch uh, Jan Debont John Debont John Debont whatever i knew i was going to pronounce that wrong uh, did do an action movie 1996 Twister now for those of you who have not seen Twister you live under a rock get out from underneath that rock cuz tornado is going to take it away and go watch this movie um this this was one of my favorite movies growing up I was 12 when this came out. I mean, it came out around the time of Independence Day as well. Like, it was a very blockbuster summer.
2: Yeah, also made me
1: fear tornadoes quite a bit.
2: Well, you live in the wrong part of the country for that thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: So, this movie stars
1: Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, uh, Carrie Hughes. That was. Is that? Uh, Jamie Gertz. Yeah. Which I know you like. Because you brought her up a couple times. Who doesn't
2: love Jamie Gertz?
1: Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Jamie Gertz is a better Alicia. Well, there's I a bunch it. of other names here that I don't really like. There, there's. I'm trying to get a
0: couple that just kind of like pop out. Okay, I guess that's it. We'll just stop with Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's a good way to stop. Yeah.
1: But anyways, um, what 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 can I say about this movie to just really sum it up. Um, fucking awesome. Like, you're dealing with um, a former couple. I, th- I think they're divorced. They're they're getting divorced because Bill Paxton brings Helen Hunt divorce papers and he has to meet her out in the field when they're chasing tornadoes and they have Dorothy, which is a digital orthographic telepather. I believe that is what they say in the movie.
2: I mean, I don't um, Which
1: measures a tornado with these tiny little sensors. And uh, what they're trying to do is trying to get this to be picked up by the tornadoes, so the sensors can be released so they can get a better warning system for people. All right. So, uh, if you're in the mood for, like, I want to say, like, maybe an hour and a half quick action movie uh, that's a lot of fun and family-friendly, I would recommend
2: watching Twister. Uh. I agree. I also think it started the storm chaser craze. Oh, absolutely. Uh, One thing I will say though is, while John DeBont is a Dutch producer, he is not the
0: producer of Dutch. Oh, he was a part of Dutch though. No, he's just Dutch. What do you mean? Like he's from the Netherlands. He's
2: Dutch. Oh, you dick! (laughs) He doesn't
0: have anything to do with the movie. You sent
1: me that.
2: Yeah, for Dutch producers. Very nice. Producers that are
1: Dutch <laughs> He also did Speed 2 By yeah, the way I could... meant Speed Not
2: Speed 2 He did Speed 2 as well though It's not on here Oh, did he not do Speed 2? I
0: don't think so I Oh s- shit, he did do yeah, Speed I th- 2 I think John Debont did both speeds Making me look bad I Set me up for failure It's also probably John DeBond Because he's Dutch <laughs>
2: <laughs> Uh Okay, that's a good action movie. And what year did Twister come out? Because we may have the same year. 96. Okay, no, we don't. Because my action movie is
0: from 1994. Do you All know right. what it is? It's from 94? Yeah. Is it? Is it Demolition Man? It's
2: not. Demolition Man was 96. True Lies. Oh, very nice. Jamie Arnold Lee Swarth- Curtis. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jamie Lee Curtis. Bill Paxton as well. Tia Carrera, very young Eliza Dushku. Not very young. he's like 12. Uh, Pre-Buffy Elijah Dushku. Tom Arnold. Tom fucking Arnold. Uh, he
1: was the best part of it when he's he getting w- shot at and he like is hiding behind that pillar and then he jumps out behind it and he's all jazzed up and he's like
2: checking everything and he checks his nuts. To make sure he didn't get shot, man. Tom Arnold is an underrated actor. He gets a lot of shit, but he was great. He was great in that one movie you made me
0: watch with Dax Shepard. Oh fuck, Kristen Bell. Was that hit and run? Yes. Was he in that?
2: Yeah, he was the FBI oh, he, yeah, he was so terrible was like, at driving. Yeah, and he was like, I just, I don't like
1: this gun. <laughs> and he drops the gun, and it yeah. like goes off. Yeah,
2: but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about True Lies. True Lie. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a undercover CIA agent and he's like has like a split life where his wife thinks that he's super boring, his wife being played by Jamie Lee Curtis and hijinks ensue she finds out that he's a spy and then they go to an undisclosed Central American country uh, because Tia Carrera has a bomb and they have to like get the bomb back, and they flew that really cool, like, Harrier jet. Remember that scene? Oh, uh, it could have been an F-whatever.
0: No, it was a Harrier, because it, like, does the vertical takeoff. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, It's just a great movie. It's full of action. It's very funny. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, is in, like, peak Schwarzenegger. Like, he is funny and, like, scary and actiony, and just like
2: everything about it is great. Like seeing him pretend like he has a normal life with like a like a girl daughter, is yeah. funny to me. Yeah. Also, Eliza Dushku is awesome. Yeah, she's very like she's Eliza Dushku. She's sarcastic and very sardonic, and you know she's like she delivers her lines the way that she delivers her lines. She gets kidnapped. She like steals money from Tom Arnold and yeah buys cigarettes and rides off with a boy with a motorcycle and then they, like, intimidate the boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. The whole
1: thing with Bill Paxton's probably my favorite part.
2: Yeah, Bill Paxton pretends to be a secret agent man. He's
1: actually just a douche with a shiny red car and
0: a used car lot. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. It's a great movie. I love it so much. Uh... It's my like
2: guilty pleasure. Like, I just want to watch something that makes me feel good that I don't that I've seen a million times. Yeah, let's see. It was two thousand it was ninety-four. 94.
1: So I was like 10 when this came out, and I remember going to the movie theater and watching this. Uh, because my mom and her boyfriend wanted to go, and of course they gotta drag me along. Right. And I think I was with a friend and Remember that Jamie Lee Curtis bed scene? I was going to leave that as a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, uncomfortable watching that stuff I think with a parent so around. Yeah. Uh do it. Sexy. <laughs> like the he got that French guy uh, to record that stuff. Yes.
2: But he's like got a he's got like a tape recorder behind him. It was fantastic. It's great when he takes the truth serum and he's like I'm going to kill you all. I'm going to. <laughs> and he tells him how he's going to kill him? Yes. I and mean, then he does it exactly that way. I got to watch True Lies now, damn it. Peak, peak Arnie. Peak Arnie.
1: I challenge DQP does to do True Lies. They're
2: not going to do True Lies, man. Yeah. Well, they they're going to do, do good movies. You're going to do like The Spoon or whatever weird foreign flick is out this month. <laughs> That's not right. We shouldn't. No, DQP no, no, does no. great show. They're no, just a little they... bit more highbrow than we are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But. Do True Lies, guys. Come on. True Lies is a great movie. It's true Lies. Uh, 12 stars.
0: 12? 12 stars. Oh, my goodness. And that's on a scale of five. All right. So All we got right. action. So we're at F, and F is for funny.
2: Yes.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and start off. Do it. 2002. 2002. National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Oh,
2: damn. Okay, not yeah. Rise of Taj,
1: just the regular Van Wilder? Uh, no, because well, this one's got My Favorite Actor. Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. I, I, he's my favorite funny actor. I don't... Okay.
2: Do, do your thing, and then I'll,
1: I'll bash Ryan Reynolds. You're not going to bash Ryan Reynolds on this podcast, because I'm going to cut it out like I edit.
2: That's fine. Okay. You can edit it out, but I'm still going to do it. I have All to. All right.
1: So there's Ryan Reynolds, Tara Reed, Tim Matheson playing Ryan Reynolds' dad in this, which he's not in it very long, but he's nope. still in it, and Cal Penn. Also in this, which, you know, you, when you haven't watched something in a while and you go back and you look, uh, Eric Estrada is in this, playing yep. by Eric Estrada. You know, he's still Eric Estrada playing Eric Estrada. I just like saying Eric Estrada. Chips. Uh, also, Curtis Armstrong, and if you don't know who Curtis Armstrong is, he plays Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. Metatron and Supernatural.
0: Uh, Snot
1: in American Dad. Chris Owens, who is the Shermanator
0: from American Pie, is also Clive Owen's little brother. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Little, he's probably older than Clive Owen. Oh, Ow. we're gonna put that on the back
1: burner. All right, next week. Also, Simon Helberg, which uh, is uh, Stewart from uh, The Big Bang Theory, but not, not Stewart. I'm sorry, not uh, Stewart from Mad TV. Who's he's one of he's married to Bernadette. I don't, don't watch Watched, that that is. watched he's on Big Bang Theory.
2: Okay, he's the
0: the Jewish one. Yes, he was in uh, Doctor Horrible. Yes. So, anyways, synopsis for this: uh, the
1: most popular kid on campus meets a beautiful journalist who makes him realize that maybe he's afraid to graduate. And in this, Ryan Reynolds. He's the big man on campus. He's got his own little golf cart. He's doing his thing. Uh, in comes Tara Reed, who wants to interview him and find out all of his informations. He falls for her and tries every way possible to get with her. Uh, this movie made me want to get a bulldog, which I did. Yeah? Uh, that bulldog had incredibly big testicles, too. Yep. Like I was, the eclair scene. Oh, God. That's, I can't watch that scene. Where he's where they're eating the eclairs and like all the cream filling,
2: yeah. To the peak, early, late nineties, early two thousands was peak cum humor.
1: Oh yeah, dirty humor all the way, and I yeah. think that's why I enjoy it because I found that very hilarious. You were the right age group. I was the right age group for this. Uh, so yeah, two thousand two. Um, I was uh
0: eighteen when this came out. So, um, I think this kind of kicked. Ryan Reynolds' career, like,
1: you don't think it jump started it? Two guys are in a pizza place. No, I mean, that helped. I think
0: that was, that before, was before this. this yeah.
1: yeah. I'm saying, like, as far as like movies go. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, he plays himself in damn near every that, movie. That's all he's ever played. Which is why he's such a good Deadpool
0: because he's, he's Wade. He's Wade. He's Canadian. He's Wade. I love Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah. Language face. Do what? Uh he he is Deadpool now. He wasn't
2: Deadpool before the Deadpool movie came out. He was Deadpool and Blade Three.
1: No, he was not Deadpool and Blade Three. I mean, if you. Look at his he mannerisms. Was,
2: he's, he's Hannibal King in Deadpool 3. Er, yeah, he's Blade still... Three.
1: He's just a different version of Wade.
2: No. Uh, okay, so like Deadpool changed to become Ryan Reynolds. That was not how the character was before Ryan Reynolds started playing him. The same way that like Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. now and Captain America
0: is Chris Evans. Because... That's America's ass. Like that's how people... But that's not how the characters were before the movies. Okay. But I mean, I agree. Ryan Reynolds. uh, Go ahead and slam him. No, okay. I'm not slamming him.
2: Like, I just don't think you should call him an actor. Uh, Like, he's very pretty and he's
0: funny. But, like, he's never once acted that I've seen. They're like, hey, Ryan Reynolds, your name in this one's Mitch.
2: But, like, everything about him is the same. Like, he never plays anything different than just, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Howdy, partner. Okay. Did you know that
0: Van Wilder is based on a true story? I did not know that. Yeah. Did you know whose story it's based on? Go ahead. Burt Kreischer. Really? That is not a joke. Well, that's If you look up Van Wilder,
1: he is credited. Well, that makes me like it even more.
2: Yeah, it is based on it is loosely based on the life of Burt
1: Kreischer. Burt Kreischer have his own podcast, like the Two Bears podcast. Isn't well, he, he a part it's of a, that?
2: He's not his own podcast. It's him and Tom Segura. But yeah, he does have the Burt Kreischer podcast. I,
1: I did listen to that podcast, by the way. I thought it was really
0: good.
2: Yeah, it,
1: it's hit. It, it, yeah. Sometimes. It's hit and miss. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: Sometimes they go to extremes. But I do like that movie though. That Van Wilder is a great movie. It is peak like. It's funny. It's Animal House for the next generation of people. Animal House was good too, by the way. But yeah, yes, it's this like, is totally and our that's Animal why House. Tim Matheson is in it. You know, it was sort yes. of a passing of the torch. Both National Lampoon's movies. Uh, but I feel like Van Wilder is, and there's probably like we're old now, but I would guess that like within the last three to four years, there's been a new college movie do you think that ryan reynolds
1: needs to pass the torch
2: i wouldn't be shocked if he hasn't already
1: i think he should if he hasn't
2: like i think that there is probably a college movie out there that's the new animal house and wilder and like ryan reynolds is the dad that's take it's probably like a girl now because like we're far more like inclusive and yeah absolutely i would be down with that completely So like, I bet that there is like some weird college movie that we're just, we didn't watch because we're old men now.
0: All right. Give me your funny movie, Doug. You know what my funny movie is going to be? 2007's Hot Rod. Greatest movie of all time. That's not called Big Trouble in Little China. Uh,
2: It stars the Lonely Island Boys. Uh, Andy Samberg, uh, Avi actually just uh, like directed this one. He does show up to give Bill Hader acid as a little cameo. Uh, Avik Shafir, uh, Jorma is in it as well. He's playing uh, Annie Samberg's little brother, even though he's older. Bill Hader's also in it. Danny McBride in one of Danny McBride's first roles. Isla Fisher's in it. Sissy Spacek, Ian McShane is in it. Uh, it is a story of a man who wants to follow in his father's footsteps and become a daredevil, but not Ben Affleck, just Evil Kid Evil. And <laughs> he tries to do jumps, and there's sick 80s music in the background all the time. And it's just wacky. If you like Dick in a Box, if you like uh, We're on a Boat, like you're going to love this. If you like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you'll probably like this. Um,. But it's just a st- uh, it's a classic coming of age story, is what it is. But it's told in a blanket of ridiculousness. Uh, everything goes to extremes. Uh, it for me in the best way. Uh, Bill Hader is like, oh, he's fantastic. He's putting on a clinic on how to comedically act. Danny McBride, you can tell they're just like say something funny. Uh, but it's a story about it, and then. Uh, about a man who wants to save his stepfather's life because his stepfather has a heart condition so he needs to raise $50,000 by jumping 15 school buses but first they have to raise $5,000 to fund the jump and it's about them trying to do that and the perils that come with trying to raise money for a stunt to save his stepfather's life It's, it's, it's somewhat dramatic it's very gripping on the heartstrings uh, but I I think there are some moments of comedy which would classify it as a comedy, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 actually a really good movie. It's a great fucking like movie. if you strip it down, it's 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 a good movie. Like I just I really enjoyed it. I thought it was heartfelt.
0: It it, it is, and it's it, it's like all of the Will Ferrell movies, but actually has subtext and content.
2: Like, it's just not, like, weird for weird sakes, and I'm gonna say this thing about Mountain Dew. Like, it has that, but it also has an actual underlying story, which is, like, a true... Like, it's another Shakespearean tale. It's like a
0: man becoming a man. It's almost... It's almost Macbeth? (laughs) With If Macbeth had a happy ending. So, again, on my
2: Shakespeare kick here, I've given you three Shakespearean movies. You can figure out which ones those are. Uh,
0: but my pick is 2007's Hot Rod. And I think it's that is the, my second favorite movie. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I like it. I do too. Also, Angry Dancing in the Woods.
2: Yeah, punch anything out my rage. That was fucking hilarious, because, I mean... do you, Okay, so there was a fall scene. Do you know how long that fall scene goes on for? I mean, as long as the one that Kevin Bacon did in Footloose? Much longer.
0: Yeah? Yeah.
2: Oh. 47 seconds of just him falling. <laughs> 47 seconds. Which,
1: I don't think they used the song, but they did the same,
2: like... They did use the same song. Was it the same song? Yes. That's what makes it so great. I liked it. Yeah, it's great. It's it's brilliant. I introduced it to my boy daughter this weekend, and he kept saying he didn't like it, but he was also
0: cackling the entire time. I mean, I like Footloose, so yeah, I like Footloose too. You have to make him watch Footloose too.
1: I didn't know there was a Footloose too. No, like the original Footloose, like the sequel well. to the
2: original Footloose,
1: Footloose as well.
2: Oh, okay. That's a, is that the name of it? Nope. Loose as well. Stop. Damn it, Doug. <laughs> Feet loose.
1: We're gonna move on to T now. <laughs> T is for Thriller. T is for Thriller. So you ready for this? I am sp- I was born ready, my man. 1995. <sighs> Two hours and seven minutes. Two detectives, a rookie, and a veteran hunt a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as his motive. I motives. knew you were gonna pick this Seven. Leg. That's right.
2: I knew you were going to pick this one. That's why I didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, seven stars. Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, and Kevin Spacey, along with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. Um, this movie is so good. Um, if you've never seen it before, highly recommend it, because you can't watch it for the first time twice. It's also, just, skip can't.
2: ahead about five minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's gritty. It's uh, it's an early 90s movie. It's gritty. It's dark. Um, when you're going through these seven deadly sins, um, the killer in it is absolutely amazing. Also a piece of shit human being in real life. Yeah. We'll just cut to that. But I try to, you know, push that aside. Also, huge Brad Pitt fan. I love Brad Pitt. I love Morgan Freeman. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's amazing. Like, this movie.
2: Also, Gwyneth Paltrow, a piece of shit human. But, like, if we're just calling this movie.
1: Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I just, I really enjoyed this movie uh, because it's a thrill ride yes. the entire time. And I think it set things up for other movies like uh, Law Abiding Citizen with uh, Clive Owen.
2: Yeah. Which is, or,
1: no, it's not Clive Owen. It's Gerard Butler. They're the same person. Are they the same person? I've
2: never seen them both in the same place. They might be
1: Okay, so they're both the same person. We're just going to go...
2: Also, I think Tom Hardy is the same person as them
1: as well. Now look, Tom Hardy is right below Ryan Reynolds in my book. Like
2: I like Ryan Reynolds, and then boom, Tom Hardy. That's fine. You can like
0: Clive Owen, man. I'm not shitting on you. Don't call him Clive Owen. All right, sorry, Gerard. I'll I'll take it. I like Gerard Butler too, so...
1: All four of those actors are awesome. Don't do that. (laughs) He didn't do the Dracula movie. Yeah, he did. No, that's the dude that played Gaston in the Beauty and the Beast thing. No,
2: he... he, Fucking Gerard Butler is Dracula in Dracula 2000.
1: Oh, well, yeah, that's... Okay. I forgot about that movie. I didn't like it. I love that movie. Like I I like the original Dracula. You're going to hate
2: my thriller pick. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Go ahead. No, let's keep talking about Seven. Do you want to keep talking about Seven? I feel like we're not done with Seven, because you didn't do like the big thing.
1: But I don't want to do the big thing, because I want people to watch it.
2: I feel like you already spoiled it by even saying that Kevin Spacey's in the movie.
1: No, I was just reading it off IMDb. Anybody could do that.
2: Right, but then they're also going to know the thing. What's in the box? Yeah, what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? In the Come the on, box. tell me. Is this my dick in a
0: box?
1: Andy Samberg, Is, Justin yeah, Timberlake. Justin Timberlake.
2: Who's this like my our? Dick in a box? So no, uh, yeah. yeah, Seven's great. I agree. Uh, that movie, like, uh, I probably watched too young, <laughs> but I think we all did, bud. Uh, yeah, it was a great movie, man. It was a. Uh that 12 monkeys
0: like really like well i mean that was like the brad
1: Brad pitt Pitt, like run because you had that 12 monkeys fight club i mean it just yeah
2: there's some good years there uh i think uh yeah it's a great movie like i think it's a great choice i almost picked it but i was like there's no way that nathan doesn't pick seven I love Seven. I know. That's why I was like, I'm not picking Seven. Because, uh, uh, honestly, that was my first choice as well. What's
0: your second pick? 1995. It was a good year. 95 was a good year, we found out. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Drew Law, and Matt Damon. The Talented Mr. Ripley. Okay. Uh, it, it's less of an action thriller
2: than Seven but it's more of a psychological thriller. Uh, Matt Damon pretends to be someone that went to Harvard to, like... And then Philip Seymour Hoffman fi- hires him to find his son, who's in Italy, and then Matt Damon ends up impersonating the son, and it's just... It's just, like, this great movie where... And you, it's it shows a side of Matt Damon that you don't see very often, which is, like, pensive. Yeah. He's typically not known for his, like... Heavy thought-filled roles. He's a very talented actor in yeah. that aspect he's too. Great. He
1: gets shit on a lot. Like yeah. Team America shit on him so bad, so bad. And he's not even like that. Like,
2: no, he's he does a good job. Like, he did become like an action star for a while. So. Yeah, he
1: did the Bourne movies. Yeah, like two or three of them.
2: And then there, he did another movie where he was basically Bourne, but not a different name. But uh, in this, he plays like a creepy motherfucker. <laughs> And it's just another Shakespearean thing. It is a take on uh, Cyrano de Bergerac, but like deadly, yeah. Which kind of fits with my theme of Shakespearean movies, a lot more dark too. Well, I mean, Cyrano's pretty dark. It involves a I, lot of like, uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on what depends on what
1: version. Like, if you're going to go with the very original version of Cyrano. From the book, yeah, that's dark.
2: I mean, if you so were going to go with Roxanne... Roxanne and...
1: Yeah, it's not as dark.
2: I Okay, like... Also...
0: Steve Martin can't watch play. Watch Roxanne. Yeah. Also, listen to the police song. Yeah. Roxanne. Yeah. You don't have to wear that dress tonight. You don't need to put on the red light. Uh, In the talented Mr. Ripley, uh, he met Damon... It puts on a clinic. It, it's just great.
2: Jude Law's great. Jude Law's great and everything. Uh, Young Pope is awesome if you want to watch other stuff. Jude he's not
1: you- great if you have a nanny.
2: What are you talking about, man? Jude Law. Dude, he's British. Oh, it's
1: acceptable then.
2: I mean, wait,
0: let's, let's go down the list of British dudes who have fucked nannies. Or hit their moms? Are you talking about Prince Charles? Christian Bale?
2: Well, <laughs> Christian Bale's also a shit human. Like we're gonna just like most actors are shit people, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason they become actors. Where is he? <laughs> That's like the worst, best Christian
0: Bale ever. This is Batman. <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> Where's my Popeye? pie, Mom? <laughs> this is terrible. No, it's great. I love it. I love every bit of it. <laughs> Uh, we're never going to win any awards. We, we already have
2: the, the championship belts.
1: We're the most award-winning podcast that's never won an award.
2: Yeah, we are the most award-deserving podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always nominated, never a bride. Never actually nominated. <laughs> uh,
2: but you guys could do that. We nominate ourselves. It's yeah. fine. Uh, do you guys want to nominate us cuz we haven't done the thing yet. This uh, like I t- like sell ourselves like prostitutes
1: do you want to ask for five-star
2: reviews yeah like guys review on itunes five stars pandora uh sirius xm uh, channel 162 i use spotify not a sponsor yeah spotify not a sponsor you can rate us there youtube you can not also a sponsor. call the squirrel line at 765-242-5978 or d at gmail at com. yeah we don't twitter anymore because you know we got banned for talking shit about Elon Musk yeah. uh, we're not supposed to talk about that I'm sorry uh, edit that out uh, so that's the T so the Y Y
1: is for you which was the whole damn episode yeah guys.
2: guys this whole thing was a present to you it's kind of like a nice little thing uh, sorry I'm gonna go behind the scenes here we recorded this early because we're taking a break for Thanksgiving so we don't actually have any voicemails uh, I think we're going to end up doing which you guys have probably already heard if we did it where we do like a thing where we play a bunch of voicemails uh, so yeah we just kind of wanted to do like a quick little thing so that you guys didn't miss a week for the show so we just talked about some movies so that you guys can watch them over the holiday season we're not going to get into like uh Christmas stuff yet. I'm sure we'll do a Christmas episode absolutely so yeah
1: Probably rate some Christmas movies, throw out some Christmas things we like to do, stuff like that.
2: probably talk about Die Hard.
1: Probably. Also, who is your uh, celebrity dad? Kurt Russell. I figured out who mine is. Who? Kevin Costner.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that came from watching uh, The Bodyguard. Dude, I almost picked The Bodyguard.
2: It's as, so good. As my uh, romantic movie. Uh,
1: I ended up watching it um, because it was like, hey, this is on Netflix till this day. Watch yeah. me.
2: The scene where he's got the sword and she like drops the scarf on it. Actually, she has the sword and he drops the scarf yeah, on okay. it. Yeah, okay. It's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, I yeah. just remember that scene and being like...
1: Also, Whitney Houston, she was awesome in that. Like, you don't, you don't realize like how awesome she was. And unfortunately, she's not around anymore. Which yeah. is sad, but, like, and the songs on that, like, those are all solid. I remember that soundtrack just being, like, B.A. back in the day, and yeah, I don't dude, remember what year everywhere. that movie came out. I'm going to uh, say probably 95. I'm going to say 93, but, but you know what? That the movie the was so stellar.
2: It is. Uh, it's a really long movie, but it... It, uh... it
1: didn't feel that
2: long. 1992. Oh, my
1: goodness. It, I was... Two hours and nine minutes. Eight years old when that movie came out.
2: Yeah, so honorable mention to Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner, uh, Bodyguard. Yeah. I mean, it kind of fits with all of them. Yeah, I know. It's dramatic. It's funny. It's action-y. Do you want to throw out a Kurt Russell movie just for the hell of it? I mean, I didn't talk about Big Tron and Little China because- Yeah, I was
1: kind of disappointed you didn't bring that up as your action.
2: Because uh, Russell says that he wants me to come on around the early and do it on DQP Does, so I didn't want to do it on here. Give me another one, then, by Kurt Russell. Um- I fucking love Overboard, if we're talking about, like...
1: Ooh, that's a good movie.
2: Yeah, like, him and Goldie Hawn, uh, he, (laughs) like, fucking gaslights Goldie Hawn.
0: Uh, Yep. He's also a miniature golf course architect. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, that so much. the 80s were a weird time man you know they redid that movie did they
1: yeah but i uh, think they uh they gender swapped it
2: i don't well,
1: where some girl was gaslighting a guy
2: i don't uh you, there are certain movies you should not remake and they are any movie that has kurt russell in it yeah unless he's just playing himself yeah or like he's playing the role again which they are thinking about doing a thing prequel or sequel involving him but I'll tell you what, John Carpenter, make him like. We're
1: at like fifty-two minutes. Okay, that's good. Why don't you give me your favorite Kevin Costner movie? I'll give you my favorite Kurt Russell movie, real quick.
2: Oh shit, my favorite Kevin Costner movie. Oh, fuck, man. I don't know. Like, I want to say Robin Hood, but probably Field of Dreams. Both are good movies. Yeah, I'm gonna go Field of Dreams because, like, that one like gets me. You love more... the baseball, and like it just
0: like like. It was good. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Five so ways. good. All right. Um, Kurt Russell, Soldier. What? Yep. That is... What?
1: Because he doesn't speak in it. Fuck you, dude. No, hold up. No, no. I'm saying that's why you're saying, well, was what you're picking Soldier. No. I really like Soldier, and I thought that he showed a lot of great acting without saying a word.
2: Okay, all right, man. I think you should. Like
1: he was solid in that fucking movie. I
2: really, really thought you were gonna pick Executive Decision.
1: Yeah, the movie that has what's his name in it, and he dies within the first ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, who was that? Steven Seagal? Steven
2: Seagal dies in like the first ten minutes. That's what's great about it. To get the Seagal out of the way. Uh, my fa- my favorite is Big Trouble in China, but I mean I love them all. Like the I really like Soldier. I thought it was so good when it came out. I don't dislike Soldier, but like... You thought it was because of that, though. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's I kind of believe- a
1: slight, bud. No, it wasn't slighting him at all, man. I wouldn't do that. Alright, do you want to, like, do the thing? Where I say check, please? Yeah, that thing. Alright. So, for D, we picked a
2: drama movie. Yep, we picked, uh... I, I picked, uh... I don't remember anymore. Ten things I hate about you. You took... The American President. The American President. R was for romance. I took... While you were sleeping... Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love, which I'm gonna watch. You should. Hey, we did action. True Lies. Oh, shit. What did I do for action? You, you did Twister, my man. Oh, yeah, I did do Twister. Because we both did a Bill Paxton movie. I
1: didn't even realize we both did a Bill Paxton movie until you said that.
2: I mean, it was... Like, he's made so many good movies that it, it would be a shame if Bill Paxson wasn't on our list.
0: Fair enough. F. Evans for funny. Yeah, I did Hot Rod. Van Wilder. Van Wilder,
1: the Burt Kreischer story. <laughs> I didn't know it was the Burt Kreischer story.
2: I love it. I love it. Uh, T was for thriller. I did Talented Mr. Ripley. Seven. Seven. Which yours is a better pick? But I still think Talisman's Ripley is underrated, and I think that people should watch it. That's why I'm gonna actually going
1: to watch it, because I've never seen it.
2: It's a good movie. I mean, I ruined it for you, because I told you what it was about. No, I don't give a shit. But it's just a really good Matt Damon performance.
1: And why? Why? Because the episode is for you.
2: Yeah, guys. So have a happy holiday. We'll be back next week with a like a live-ish show. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you guys. Happy holidays. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, protect your nuts.